everybody. Welcome back to the Bullworker Podcast. I'm Mooseloats. And I'm back on You know, you make fun of me for the whole radio voice, but it sounds amazing. Okay, That sounds pretty good. You're a hater. Welcome to the Bullhooker Jazz Hour. I hate when he does the Jazz Hour thing. I can't stand it. The Jazz Hour. Hey, We could transition to smooth jazz, just like smooth honey from Phil up here, honey, honey farms. We're going to get to that, man. I just you just kind of floored me. We were talking earlier, and your young ass actually referenced a Bill and Ted thing. Oh, I'm glad we could talk about that. Okay, this is where I learned about it. Talk about Pizza. Pizza Hut used to do a deal where you could get DVDs shipped with you, like before Netflix, with your pizza and a liter of soda. On your way to Blockbuster? I'm saying. And you would get this awesome DVD with two movies. They had the first and second Bill and Ted on it. I watched it probably a thousand times when I was a kid. Loved it. So if you're not familiar with the Bullhooker podcast, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a podcast where we have a guest come on today. It's Jessica Fila. How are you today? Hello, Jessica. I'm doing great. Thank I never you. pronounce it correctly. I think I'm not pronouncing Fila correctly. Fila. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Like a killer. Okay. I want to call you Fila in the worst way because I'm a horrible, stupid idiot. I'm, I'm partially illiterate. But anyway, anyway, uh, Jessica's going to come on and tell us three stories about her life. Now, here's a kicker. Two of these stories are true. One is actually either halfway made up, all the way made up, or a borrowed story. Jessica, without going into great detail... What is it? Is it all the way made up, a partially made up, or is it a borrowed story? Partially made up. Partially made up. That's the fav- that's the popular <sighs> one. Yep. Stamp, yeah. <laughs> 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 but Jessica and I uh, go way back. We were just talking about. Yep, about twenty years probably. Yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Well, for, that's uh, amazing. We weren't gray at that time. We weren't gray. <laughs> You're still not too gray. I, I I went full on there for a while. I. I would see like the gray hairs and I try and tell people it's my Swedish heritage popping up. Those are exactly. all blonde hairs. Yeah. And then so it's... Larry and I are both Swedish. We are the most Hispanic Swedish people <laughs> you will ever see. All joking aside, uh, it's an old joke I have and it's true. I'm Swedish, Hispanic and Japanese, but my mother called it Swickenese. And you are genetically the closest person I've ever met to that. Yep. Wow. I'm Swedish, Puerto Rican. So yeah. he's a Lundstrom. I'm a Lundquist. Is that right? I didn't yep. know that part. That's amazing. Yeah. It makes me think my buddy Aaron is half Norwegian and half Mexican. We call him a Norwexican. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. had a much more uh, inappropriate name that I could share when we're not recording stuff. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Keep your races to yourself, man. Good Lord. We cut like nine-tenths of the previous podcast. Oh, yeah, we did. I don't uh, – it went off the track with Corby. We had to cut some of it off. Off the so. rails. <laughs> you know, I'm going to leave it in there. Why not? If we're around out of town, we're like, out of town, you know. This is what it is. Well, we're representing the Swedish with the tans. Yeah, that's right. That's good. <laughs> that's right. The only Swedish with the tans. Yes. Right. Uh, my mom was going to name me Lars, uh, but she went. I could see that. Larry Jr. But Lars Lundstrom, you'd expect a tall, blonde, blue-eyed guy to walk Kinda, the door. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. A Skarsgård brother. Right. Jessica, you've been in Akron for a while. Your yep. whole life or No. No, since 1999. It's from Florida. Sweet. You're from Florida. Yep, from Florida. Miami. Right. Cool. He's kind of a rough part of, or no? Well. Is it one of your stories? Maybe not from the projects, but it's just what I thought was normal. I have learned over time that it really wasn't normal. Nah. Right, right. <laughs> from Miami, that's kind of a, that's a huge culture shock. To mm-hmm. What brought you to Akron? A couple bad choices and maybe some family ties. So in my defense, though, my Swedish family is from Akron. They actually go back to Funk, Nebraska, and then move to Akron, north of town. And then my grandfather had a gas station here where the subway is now. Nice. And then when my mom was in the fifth grade, they moved to Puerto Rico, the whole Swedish-American family. 
and then my parents met, and then that's when all the damage started. <laughs> that's when the so, craziness started. Yep. All right. So then I spent my whole life in Miami. Miami's my home. I was born in Puerto Rico. Wow. But I lived in Miami for 25 years. Right. And then I moved here in 1999 with my daughter, Leah. Okay. Very cool. So. Who's a good kid, by the way? She is a good kid. She's still yep. dating the same guy? She's married now. No, she is married now. Yep. Congrats. And they, they are both ag teachers. Okay, I remember that part now. Yep. From, he went to Wyoming, a school in Wyoming, yes? He sure did. Okay. And then she went to SDSU in Brookings, South Dakota. Right. So he teaches ag in Lyman, and she teaches ag in Hugo. That's right. That's, That's cool. Because right. uh, they came to Loranda's 40th birthday. Yes. They get a little late, but they showed up. Yep, they okay. sure did. Yeah. That's awesome. And she ended up being Colorado State FFA president. Which isn't too bad when you're straight out the hood. Straight out so. the <laughs> How old was she when you moved here? Two and a half. So she really doesn't remember Miami probably. No, but her genetics are so solid. She gets it. Really? Yes. Is she a firecracker? She is. And she <laughs> understands so many things. So Does she I'm, beat her brothers? She can. She can. Are they scared of her? That's important. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because <laughs> they're both big kids. They're both football players, yes? Yep, they're both football players. Yeah. Yep. That's funny. But she's got Puerto Rican, Swedish, and Mexican genetics, so okay. don't want to mess with that. We actually had another connection. I used, uh, dated a girl from Sterling who dated Barney's brother at one point in time, I think. Okay. Patty, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you guys know each other. Yep. Yeah, you guys came up. I'm like, I know Barney and Jessica. She's like, yeah, I dated his brother. I'm like, small world. Yeah, I saw a picture. I was like, know that guy, Larry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> run, Patty, run. <laughs> run for the life. <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Crazy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what popped in my head was Eskimo Bros. Eskimo Bros. Oh, I'm not going to explain that. Oh, Please, yeah, yeah. cut that out. You, you know, I, I know what it is. Do you yeah. know what Eskimo Bros are? I don't. That's all I'll tell you when we're done. Yeah, so do sorry. you guys know Barney, Roscoe's brother Barney, my husband? I don't. I know Barney. I don't know Roscoe. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've met Barney a few times. Pretty quiet. Yeah. Well, I, nice guy. Yeah, Forgiving nice. guy. Hmm. Because as you can imagine, I made all kinds of mistakes when I moved here, which those in itself could be my my stories to you, but sure. unfortunately, my stories go on and on. That's so, cool. a super nice guy. I remember when I moved here. When you live and grow up in the city, you don't know ag. Oh, it's wow. not because you're unintelligent, but there's really no reason to. Right. Because you're just oversaturated with people. Right. And all your food comes from a package. Right. So then you yep. come out here and you meet somebody like Barney who likes to identify as a dryland farmer. Yes, we have honeybees also because mm -hmm. anybody in farming knows that if you farm, you have to have another job. Right, right. <laughs> so I remember uh, driving out country cruising with Barney and him driving by the corn and I was like, Hey, listen, I know I'm not from here, but your corn's not looking so good. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And I was like, so is the field just done? No, we let it dry out. Why would you do that for cattle feed? And yeah, so that, I shouldn't even admit this to you guys, but I'm like, silage. So not all corn is sweet and you're not going to be on the next corner barbecuing it with <laughs> Butter and salt, pepper, and foil? No. Right. And right. I thought, yeah. 
But right. I'll, I'll be the little devil's advocate on this one, though. Uh, inner city kids don't know a lot about ag, but there's an education that farm kids can get from a city kid, too. Oh, this absolutely. If you move to a big, when I moved to Pueblo, which is a huge city. Huge. Uh, it was a huge culture shock for me because yeah. I'm from your car, watch your back. Yeah, 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 yeah. My car got robbed on a daily basis. You bet. I just got to a point where I kept nothing in that car. Yeah, yeah. I remember coming to Odell's, those little grocery store here with Leah, and we were going to buy something, and it was time for me to check out. And I just reached inside my shirt to pull my money out because if, if it's there, it can't get snatched off you. And everyone yeah. was like, You are a trashy girl and i thought <laughs> trashy girl. yep i am and i'm not sure how i'm going to pay for these items because they're in my shirt <laughs> yeah so yeah. that's funny just I... so many things are different sure so many things i remember going somewhere with barney and seeing a corn cage yeah yeah yep and pulling in the yard and i said man they are really into baseball because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it looks like a backstop yeah yeah and it's like, nope we put corn in it and i thought i'm not going to survive in this life i just but you did i, love I don't this. understand it i love so. this i totally identify with this i moved from los angeles out to brush okay and so it was absolutely one of those i'm like i know nothing about any of these things right. at all what am i going to be like out here what are people going to think of me and I then of course it. you know it's like every time you say you're a californian and move to colorado the hex comes out and I people want to kick you out it's it's surprising. One thing that I'll say, the people, I expected more stuffy, less accepting. And I, at least in my experience, I've experienced the exact opposite. Yeah. Even telling people I'm from L.A., they're like, ah, it's just great to have good people out here who care about stuff and want to be involved in the community. Is that your experience? Yeah. The most wonderful people live here. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, Everyone is so nice and it is so safe. I feel like it's the yellow brick road from the <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Yes. I'm like, I live there. Yeah. It's so easy. Where does the red brick road go, though? Do you remember the movie? There's a yellow and a red brick road. I remember that. Yeah, we'll look it up. Red brick road. There's a red brick road. It goes off into the distance and no mm-hmm. one knows where that it goes. That must be one you guys in California watch. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Although. Bill uh, Honey Farms. <laughs> uh, him and I met because he was an intern for the city when I became a city councilman. And uh, Matt would have these great ideas, but some of us had no clue what the hell he was talking about <laughs> at the time. <laughs> we're going to have a big sign. It's going to be like Mary Yeetmas. And we're like, we sat there staring at <laughs> like. We, okay, no, he said it wrong. You got to at least say it right. We came up with an idea for a Christmas campaign called Yeet Digger Christmas. And we thought yep. the kids would be all oh, over right. that. Yep. So, of course, I'm thinking it. we'll present it to the city council. I'm sitting in a city council meeting talking about Yeet Digger Christmas, like just flat face. Everyone's like, what the <laughs> hell is happening right now? It just makes you want to tighten your tie and you feel like Yeet Digger yeah, Christmas. Yeah, it's official. We need to drug test the intern. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> He's high on the marijuana. He's high on the marijuana. I, I remember I fell off the chain when I got here. I said so many things. I blurted out so many things. I got in an argument with somebody the very first day. Nice. I got here at the car wash, and then that ended up being, you know, my kid's swimming lessons teacher and <laughs> their school teacher and in community groups. Yep. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be a long road. But everybody was really nice. You're the president so, of the school board now. Yes. That's great. That is awesome. See, I mean, you've, you've made it. You've actually... You've integrated. Yeah. yeah my yeah. friends back home don't believe it. Really? So when Barney and I got married here at the event center, I remember saying, I'm never getting married in a steel building. Well, guess who did? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then my, so our whole Puerto Rican family came and we had so much fun and we had Puerto Rican food and we danced salsa and open mic. That's great. Happened. I love that. 
So then usually it's like, oh, toast to the couple. Congratulations. Okay. Well, our family, yep. my sister gets up there. I have three of them. Well, four and then two brothers later on. But she's like, yeah, my sister, she rode around with guys in cars <laughs> with bass and hydraulics. And I'm like, easy, <laughs> easy. Like, I'm in a new setting now yeah yeah that jessica's gone and she's like and then she called home and said yeah i have a boyfriend and his name is barney and (laughs) he's a farmer and they were like no you don't (laughs) he's a purple dinosaur i did exactly (laughs) farmer i don't know what show you're watching (laughs) that's hilarious Uh, but but, you know on the flip side he i think he was apprehensive right of uh, dating somebody like myself that already had a daughter, and you guys know Densia Raish. Yeah, of course. And What's from up, Spicknells. Densia? Yep, shout out to Densia. And her dad, Don, was a good family friend of ours also because he was friends with my uncle and also my husband's family, of course, because he's a native. And he wanted to buy a pickup from Donnie. And Donnie said, nope. I'm not selling you that flatbed pickup until you propose to Jessica because oh, wow. I know that you're scared. Damn. So he was like, really? Wow. And he was like, yep, you want that pickup? You got to propose. So hence he wanted the pickup. So then he got stuck with me and <laughs> uh, Donnie sang at our wedding and told that story. How and it's amazing. kind of humbling, but it is what it is. That's incredible. D- does he still have the pickup? We still have the pickup. Oh, that yep. truck's going to be in the family My forever, I have a feeling. Yeah. So. yeah. That's cool, though. All right. Love it. Well, we got three. Are you ready to tell some stories? Yeah, I'm ready. Before we start, I do want to pump the uh, Phila Honey. Phila Honey Farms in Akron, Colorado, 970-554-0640. And there is a Facebook page, so if you look in the description below. I almost got that out cleanly. You did. In the description below. Do the radio voice. There'll be, there'll be a link on the description <laughs> below to get you to the Facebook page to get you some honey from Akron, Colorado. Akron, Colorado. Villa Honey Farms. I've had this honey. Like I said, I used to pop by uh, when I went for Pepsi and I always grab it because I put it in my oatmeal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yep. uh, th- well, what they say about honey is uh, local honey is best for you because it's the bees... All the allergens, right? Yep, it, they get the nectar from the right. plants that you're allergic to, so you ingest it in small amounts. Right. What? Yep. That's a thing? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you should That's always why eat it local works. honey. I didn't know that. Yeah. But the flowers in this area, lack thereof, yeah. are pretty similar. So you'd be good eating honey from anywhere in this area. Interesting. So yep. That's good to know. I never knew No matter that. where you go. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks you, for that. That's why people say they eat it for allergies. Yep. I've never heard that before. To eat what you're allergic to. Yeah. Wow. Build, yep. a, build a tolerance. I'm allergic to his bad jokes, so if we oh. get that into this. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to put some in your honey. So <laughs> that, eat up, punk. All right. Jessica, you ready to tell some stories? I'm ready. Awesome. All right. You want to read them off? Yeah, as always, as always. Lord, help us in this terrible time. My pimp or yours, Christine, as in the horror movie. You know which one I want to hear first. I know. Uh, but uh, you want to pick first? Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna I'll curve you so you can in- do your thing as always. Uh, Lord help us in this terrible time. I'd love to hear that. Okay, so as I said, I grew up in Miami, South Florida, and it's a peninsula. In case you are not familiar with the East Coast, and there's lots of storms and hurricanes, and you probably know about the one that just hit over there. Yeah. Ian. So they can get pretty serious, but a lot of times they're not. Sure. So when you're a kid and a hurricane is coming, you're, it's kind of party time. Your parents buy junk food. 
You don't have to go to school. They're usually <laughs> off work. You can stay up late. Wow. You can watch TV as long as you want to. And just everything is a little just, you know, off course. So there's more flexibility. So you eat junk food all night and you get rain and wind and you call it good. And then you're off school for a couple of days and then you just go back to, to business. Right. So in 1992, so I graduated in 91, mm. so I'm 19, and we're anticipating this hurricane. So it was my mom, myself, my sister who was expecting, and my little sister. So we're like, yeah, 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 whatever. You know, especially me, 19, you know, you know it all. Sure. You're tough. You don't. You don't do what you're supposed to do. So my sisters are packing up their things like they're supposed to. I'm not. And we're just getting ready to eat a bunch of junk food and sit up all night. Right. So we, after a little while goes by, we notice that the storm is starting to get more intense. Mm. So then where we lived was closer to the ocean. So we decided to drive a little bit more inland to our old neighborhood that we used to live in. So we drive over there. We're sitting in the living room. The electricity goes out. It's about 10 o'clock at night at this time. So we're like, all right, that's cool. Everyone's got their flashlights. And so we're making pictures on the wall. You know how you do the circle? Right. I right. don't think kids know how to do that now because they have their cell phone. But right. you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. So we're making pictures and all the wings and the birds and just having a good time. And then it starts getting more serious. So then we're like, okay. It's getting more serious, so let's move into one of the bedrooms. So we all move into one of the bedrooms, the four of us, and the storm is escalating, and we are listening to Brian Norcross, who is actually became famous from Hurricane Andrew. So he's talking you through the storm, and you're doing what you're supposed to do. So hurricanes are long. Um, they're not necessarily less severe than a large tornado, but they have some endurance. So you're right. looking at several hours yeah. in, into having a sustainable winds. Winds keep picking up. We get a little bit more concerned so that this time my mom says we need to move again within the house. So we walk through the house and we make it to the hallway because that's what they always say. Even for a tornado, go to a hallway or a bathroom and, and sure. take cover. So we're in there. And I forgot to mention that my sisters loved animals. So we have a couple cats mm. with us as well. I'm not so much an animal fan. Uh, so this was kind of close quarters for me. So we start experiencing the storm. So now it's about 12. 12 o'clock, midnight, 1230, and the storm keeps intensifying, and a window breaks. So we're like, okay, this is real now. Put your Cheetos down. Right. You know, put your flashlight down. Time to get serious about it. So we get serious about it, and we are huddling together, and then another window breaks. So then now we started to get scared. Right. So... Uh, we just are listening to Brian Norcross on the little radio. There's a little closet, and now we're in the bathroom. There's a little closet in there. So we're talking things over, and then another window breaks. And then so now we're like, oh, crap. This is the real deal. Yeah. Not really knowing what to do, 
there is nothing really you can do. You can't get in your car. You can't drive anywhere. It's dark outside. The electricity is out. There's people everywhere. It's you, you just, you have to stay put. Can you hear people outside? No. Okay. You can't hear mm-hmm. anything but like thunder, lightning, okay. hard rain. Right. And so then, um, to your point, then you just start hearing like smack, smack, smack. And you think, what is this? Well, it's tree limbs. Ah. Um, lots of palm trees there. So giant palm fronds start smacking around. Tree limbs start falling. So then it's about 1 o'clock in the morning at this time. And you're like, okay, we're in the thick. This is really going to happen. Right. You still have your animals and you still have, you know, your people and you just do the best that you can trying to endure it. Listen to the radio. They're trying to tell you what's going on and it just doesn't stop. And it just keeps on and on and on. And another window breaks and then the sliding glass doors break. Wow. So now you have lots of wind movement in the home. Yeah. You've got lots of loud noises, and they don't stop. And then it just keeps escalating, and it gets louder, and you get that freight train type of sound, and it just doesn't stop. Wow. Next thing you know, piece of the roof goes off. So then you are literally, like, in survival mode. Can you see outside? No, because it's dark. That's the problem. But but is there a hole in the roof? Like, you can see outside. It's dark, I know, but... You know that it's gone because you are now getting wet. Okay, that's what I'm asking. Okay. Yeah. And the the sounds are tremendous. Hmm. It's ripping wood, shingles, fronds, broken glass, furniture items. It's kind of like the Wizard of Oz again. Right. It really does happen that way. So it just never quit. And then finally, so much of the roof blew off, so much of the furniture blew over. We are soaking wet. Now we're starting to cry. Of course. And we were kind of jerks as kids. (laughs) So it was very humbling for us to let our guard down because we were all pretty tough. Right. But we were getting it handed to us pretty hard by Mother Nature. So eventually, my mom, who was always very resourceful, very crafty, very handy, she gets a bed sheet, and she starts making strips, and she ties a strip around my wrist, my sister, my other sister, and herself, and then her to me. So I was the oldest, so I got dubbed the one who got to hold on to the knob of the door, of the bathroom door, because now it is like vacuum seal. Smack the door open and close, back and forth, back and forth. So in her thinking, if we were tied together as one unit, we couldn't blow away. Yeah. And at this time, Uh, somebody who was really popular was Jesse Jackson. Okay. And he used to say, Lord, help us in this terrible time (laughs) during his campaigning. Right. So my mom made us scream or holler, Lord, help us in this terrible time. And so here is all these jerks tied together in one cluster, and we are saying, Lord, 
help us in this terrible time. Right. And we must have said it 150 times. Sure. Over and for hours. So finally, obviously, we didn't blow away. Well, it must have that worked because happen. you're here telling us the story. Yeah. So, yeah. Tell the story. And then there was a break in the storm. And then you think it's over. But remember I said we were listening to the radio? Yeah. So he said, hold on. We're in the eye. It's not over. You're going to have a break because in that swirl, if you've seen it on TV yeah. where it has a little donut hole, yeah. there is literally nothing happening. Yeah. Right. But you still have the backside. Tornadoes are like that too. Yeah. So we endured the second half. Uh, literally screaming for our lives. That's crazy. That's nuts. How how uh, how much of the house was left? Hardly any. Wow. The, the all the whole neighborhood looked like matchsticks, just like you see on TV right yeah. now from Ian. It's tore up. Finally, though, damn, the sun came up, and that is what you needed because you didn't know what was happening because you couldn't see. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't imagine. So eventually the sun came up and we climbed over, you know, a sofa and the fridge and rafters and the like. And everybody started, you know, emerging from this pile of rubble. And we helped a lady from across the street that was stuck under her rafters. Mm. And then eventually... Uh, my dad came with his county truck because he worked for the county at the time. And then we tried to go see where we, where our original home was, but you couldn't get there. Wow. Because everything was demolished. And you didn't know where you were. Because you know the tree that you used to turn at? It wasn't there. It's uprooted. Yeah. That's crazy. I couldn't imagine. So it was total anarchy. Have you, so, been, have you been in a tornado here since you've been here? No. Oh. I am so lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, in California. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. They really? Madera, San Joaquin Valley had tornado warnings. Yeah, but did you, did you, were you actually? Did I mean, like, I wasn't within the oh, cyclone okay. of the tornado, but it was within the vicinity of where we were. I can't imagine what you went through with that. The one in tornado that hit the brush a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, our friend Loranda, actually, uh, she likes to watch these damn things. Like, she's always out gawking at the sky, right? <laughs> so I always call her because I know she's, like, got her finger on the pulse. I was at mom's house, and the wind, I mean, it started like the trees were sideways, right? So I call around. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, where are you? I'm like, at mom's house. She's like, find cover, Larry. So I, I, <laughs> I, I grab mom, and I start rushing her to her bathroom, you know, and she's like, what's the matter? I'm like, if Loranda's freaked out, we should be freaked yeah, out. Right. <laughs> she's not out her backyard gawking at this thing. She's actually in her basement scared. We should be scared. So that was a very short one, but it freaked me out too. Yeah. You know? It's life-changing. We never yeah. went home again. Really? Nope. Jeez. Nope. In fact, I didn't wow. live in a home again until 2006 when I bought my first home in Akron. Wow. So that was a long time. Apartment jumpers. Everybody was. It just uproots everything. Sure. You're not the same. You don't see your friends for three weeks. You don't. You can't get anywhere. You can't mm. go anywhere because the curfew. What tornado so was that? It was well, Hurricane, Hurricane Andrew. Oh, it was Andrew. Yep. Okay. Hurricane wow. Andrew. Okay, I remember yep. that. Because it rhymes. In 1992, I survived Hurricane Andrew. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. What wow. do you think about that? Well, I immediately went to detail. But at the same time, that seems very harrowing. That If that's borrowed, I'm going to be really mad it's at you. It's not for borrowed. It's partly, partially. Partially, that's what I meant. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Partially, like, what would be half-faked about that? 
I don't know that they all tied each other together or something like. <laughs> yeah. they, they, they related the uh, they reverted to bondage. Yeah, when, yeah they were when she hit the fan. <laughs> tied to the. It's head always post. he always starts it. I we don't know liked why it's each other him. for four hours. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, just had a really strong fan blowing in our living room and decided to freak out in the hallway. No, that's. That's I a mean, heck of a story, Jess. Mm-hmm. If it's true. And I love the intense stories like that on this podcast. Yeah, yeah that's really a good do. that's a good starter, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't repeat it very often because I think it's hard to believe. Well, it's kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think living through it's probably even more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not I mean, I went to go visit yeah. my friend Tim in Louisiana and when you drive through parts of it, all the houses are on stilts. Yeah. Right. Because of all the floods, yes. you know, and you don't never realize how bad it is until you actually went to the area that a flood has hit, you know. Yep. Out here we have floods, and they're not great, but, I mean, your your plumbing takes a shit for a while. But, I mean, it's you live through it. It's nothing scary unless you're by the river, but that's a crazy story, Jess. Yep. Wow. That's it a crazy story. It's a crazy one. Harrowing. All right. We've got two stories left, and I think we all know which one I want to hear last. I always yeah. pick the one I want to hear the most. I always choose it last. So, instead, let's hear Christine, as in the horror movie. Okay, so... I just want to make sure that you guys are aware of Christine, the horror movie. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Do do you know about it? I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. So the cars are not on. In in the movie? In the movie. Okay. But they're possessed. Okay. So when you go up to the car, like the headlights turn on and the car is alive and it tries to run you over. Yep. It's insane. Okay. Watch the movie. You will never... Look at a parked car the same Futurama ever again. Futurama parodies this. Hmm? And I can't remember that. Futurama parodies this. Oh, Christine, um, a lot of people, a, yeah. lot of, a lot of shows do. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's a good original horror flick. Okay. Which I don't watch. I but, haven't seen it, but I definitely uh, will. I have so many recommendations from this podcast that I have to check out yeah. that I just missed because I wasn't alive yet. A little side note. It's one of those. Uh, <laughs> Rub it in. <laughs> Sorry. He's, he's, such, he's such a baby. Yeah, he's, he's a fetus. Uh, it's one of those movies like a guy from work we were talking to, he'd never seen Animal House. Okay. And I told him, when you watch Animal House, it's going to freak you out about how many movies yeah. you've seen since then that reference that movie that you didn't know until you watched mm-hmm. Animal House, right? Yep. Christine's the, the same way. Yep. Uh, when you watch Christine, you're going to realize that a lot of references in movies you've seen were referencing Christine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Stephen King, right? Yep. Yep. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. So I have a really good friend, Sammy Shafford. What's up, Sammy? What's up, Sammy? Yo, Sammy. Um, she's a badass. She's a flight nurse currently serving as a flight nurse in our area. So, um, I've known her for quite some time just by chance. Um, why this is significant. My relationship with Sammy is because how I met her was we were having a get together at the farm and I didn't know her at all, but somebody showed up and it was her. And so she had been partying at a philanthropic event at the event center for a community member and was trying to get home and could get as far as the farm. So there she was. And so, you know, when people drink, everybody's a hero, everybody's a bodybuilder, everybody's an athlete. You know, we just, we become amazing people when we drink. Right. So conversation in the front yard everybody's going to start running. Yeah, we're going to meet up, and we're all going to start exercising. So I'm like, all right, I pretty much will do anything because I've had so much experience that I'm like, okay, I'll try it. Yeah. So, yep, let's meet up. So we have a plan. Who meets up? Sammy and I. 
So I was like, <laughs> hi, I'm Jessica. I remember you from my front yard. <laughs> All right, cool. So that was about 16 years ago. So we started running together and we started meeting up and we have ran 500 miles wow all over the plains and the dirt roads in our area so i live south of akron and she lives south of platner so we meet up at some coordinate and an undisclosed location that's right okay and so here started this exercise relationship between her and I, and we just did the damnedest things. And people would say, man, you guys are crazy. Like, there's mountain lions out there. And then, like, sometimes it would be in the paper, and they'd be like, watch out, because it, they could pounce on you. And then I'm just like, listen, if nobody is trying to jack me in my purse, like, I'm good. I, I can handle it. So... We're facing the countryside, and we ended up running a half marathon, a full marathon. So, I mean, so the backstory is, I mean, we're out there for hours on end. And to, to run that far, you have to start early because it takes hours right. to run that many miles because we are just regular people. Sure. So we're going to stop for water. We would put snacks out every couple miles, and we just tried to get through these challenges. I think with why I shared with you is she is a flight nurse is because I think people in the medical community, they have to be something kind of fierce to withstand people's sadness and their injuries and the smells and the body fluids. And so, you know, you're just a little bit off the chain. Right. So she was off the chain that way. And I was off the chain from my, just who I am. And so together we did the damnedest things. So we would be out running and just making a good time of it, regardless of what all the horror stories people would say. And we would think sometimes, like, maybe there will be somebody out there. Like, maybe I would run by your farm and you're a secret criminal and you're hiding in the plains. And nobody knows knows who you are, you know. And maybe you buried a bunch of bodies in your backyard and I didn't think that before this story but I'm gonna think it now Nobody, <laughs> that, you, well this is a, I'm, it's, maybe it's my criminal mind but this is a great place to hide like nobody thinks twice of you or questions you or you just do your own thing and they're like oh yeah you know right Jessica over there like I never see her I know there's somebody lives there we live behind a bunch of trees people don't know what's going on over there you right, know right and so you just do your thing. And we always had dogs. So I took my dogs. She took her dogs. And so we always wow. felt like, well, if there really is a bobcat or we know them as pumas yeah. in South Florida. So I'm like, what is? that is... the same thing? Technically, no, as I understand it. Okay. I don't even know. I always think of pumas, not the shoe, but, you know, they're black. Right. So bobcats is a more spotted yeah. animal and I don't think they're quite as big. Okay. So I think they're different. 
I thought I think, they were different. I think they're. I think bobcats are smaller. Oh, mountain lion. That was another thing that right. they would say was out here. Cougar. I'm not saying that they weren't out here, but yeah. Yeah. Mountain lion, cougar. So you know, you are a little bit afraid, and so all those years of running, different seasonal crops are happening, and it used to rain here. Remember? Yeah. And corn would be tall, and that was always the sketchiest runs <laughs> is when you would run by those corn fields because remember children of the corn like yep. they came out with the most incredible horror movies and i must have been at the wrong age and they really yeah. Ill affected me yeah. and so i just end up being scared of everything so yeah. i'm like yeah. oh my gosh i can't believe this is that we have our headlamps on you know yeah. we're just yeah. like well maybe they'll eat the dogs before they eat us <laughs> wow so dog. shout out to the dogs is what we need to do <laughs> right you guys are great dogs they are great dogs unfortunately they're all too old to run anymore yeah. we, we ran them out but so this one particular time, we always met super early, like I said, because she had to go to work. Um, she wasn't always a flight nurse. Um, she put herself through school and worked at various hospitals in the area. Awesome. And I worked for the county at that time, so I needed to be to work by 8. So we'd meet at 4 sometimes because right. it would take three hours to get this done so one particular day and i we did get scared every now and again about certain things certainly um so this one particular time we met at four and the corn was tall so it was in the fall and so i hate to bring up this unfortunate event but right about that time somebody had took their own life Mm. in the area so you just visit about local happenings. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to the story. So we popped the hill, and there's a car there. All the years we have ran, all the times we have ran, all the experience we have had, all the things we thought, never, ever had we popped a hill and there was a car parked. Nope. So I'm like, Oh my God, this is, this <laughs> nope. is really happening. No, nope. or, or kids making out either way, you know, <laughs> but at this time in the morning, you know, so mm, I was like, what do you think about that car? And she said, well, it could be like somebody who was drinking. It yeah. could be like a hunter. Like maybe they want to get the first coyote, Sure, whatever yeah. it may be that they like to hunt yeah. around, you know, at dawn. Right. So they're waiting. Or it could be a criminal, or it could be a tragedy. So you don't know. Right. Yeah. And all we can see is just barely the car, because remember, it's dark, and we're wearing, like, Energizer headlamps yeah. <laughs> that are 12 bucks. So yeah, yeah. you're... Your range isn't too right. great, good enough to know that there is a car. Right. Do either one of us stop? Of course not. No. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, like I said, Mikey likes it, I like it. So <laughs> we approach the cars. You can hear music. I thought, oh, my God, it's a tragedy. I know it is. Right. You know, the music's loud. So Sammy is braver than I am. So she's like, I'm going to check it out. And I'm like, you're crazy. Let's just turn around. We're fine. Like, we can pick up a couple miles going the other way. And where I grew up, 
it's kind of contradictory for me to do anything in the dark. Sure. Because you don't go anywhere in the dark when you grow up in Miami because somebody is waiting for you. Right. So she talks me into it. I'm not going to back down. And so we go up to the car and we look in the window and I don't think we're supposed to swear on here. You so can. No, you totally can. Yeah, I this is shit great. you not. Just like Christine, that car turns on. <laughs> no. And we about died. I seriously about literally fainted. I just thought, you know what? If I faint and fall over and get ran over, I don't have to experience the horror. <laughs> the fainting goat. <laughs> that I am about to experience. You don't got to watch uh, Sammy get murdered, you selfish ass. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. It's like, you're supposed to, you know, be yeah. a girl from the hood where you have it yeah. each other's back, but yeah. you are like, I'm out. I'm out. It's really happening. Damn. Card demon possession. I'm out. Yeah. Hurricanes. So, there's a level. Guys with knives trying to rob me. Shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There, there's levels. Demon cars. Fuck <laughs> no. you, Sammy. It's no. all you. Let's <laughs> figure that out. <laughs> I am such a traitor. So the car turns on. I'm like, oh, shit. This is really going to happen. Starts coming. I was like, run now. <laughs> run as fast as you can. And we honestly, we weren't that far from our house. But... The corn is tall, and when you are scared for your life, Hell yeah. you don't run fast. In your mental, you do, but your body is so tense because you are so scared for real. It's like a dream. That you're just like trying yeah. so hard. I pull Most my hamstrings. <laughs> so Sammy never has a dang phone. So I have a phone, and she's like, call Junior. Yeah. So I'm running and i'm like trying to dial junior's her husband trying to dial junior but of course i'm running i'm scared i'm starting to cry i'm trying to dial but of course it's like bing 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 so i'm not dialing junior so i have to stop it makes my hands tremble i have to stop running and dial junior (laughs) and then of course he's like hello you know it's Five o'clock yeah, in, the five in the morning. He is actually not running, yeah. And I'm like, just like a commercial, I'm like, Junior, help. We're in danger. <laughs> the car is like, wah. I'm like, that's it. Ditch, ditch in the corn. Ditch in the corn. So we ditch in the corn. The car is like, do, 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 do. I thought, oh, my God. Seriously, we are going to get ran over. I don't know what we did wrong, but whoever was in that car was like super pissed or they're on drugs or they're crazy or they're from another state and they're trying to hide out here. They probably just killed somebody and they didn't think that we were going to roll up on them, but we did. Two middle-aged women who are just out for a run in the middle of the morning and now we are part of the crime. Yeah, right. So I'm like, you have to come and save us right now, Junior. And so the obviously the car cannot get all the way into the corn. And since we were close to Sammy's house, you could see Junior's headlights. So we made it out through the corn. He's got a double-barrel shotgun on his um, dashboard. What? So I'm like, okay, well, okay. Don't touch the gun. Yeah. Right. And so finally, the whoever it was in the car gave up and stopped chasing us. And maybe it was Junior's headlights that deflected the car. Sure. Um, but they took off and 
we contemplated like following the person, but sure. you don't know what they have. They could have guns. Yeah. Exactly, stuff. because we are now part of the crime. Yeah. Right. And so they took off north, and we went to Sammy's house, and I don't know anything else about the person. I never, like, heard. Usually the small town newspaper picks up. Did you call the authorities at all? No. no? Really? No. Why not? Because she's not a snitch. Yeah. yeah. She's from Miami. <laughs> I should have known that. That's a good I mean, point. nothing against, but no. Fair. No. Okay. No, that's we okay. We let it go. Really? I would not Scariest. have let that go. I just want to tell you, I've seen a lot of things. You know, I have uh, never been that scared. Also, not to uh, put this out there in the ether, but... Uh, then don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? Yeah. We just talked about killer murder cars, and you yeah. want to add something else to that? Well, I think it's good you ran, because maybe it's someone who knew you were on that running out there. Two, two women... By themselves out in the middle of nowhere, maybe they were waiting for you. It could be. I mean, you never know. Oh, like know. they had been casing it and yeah, like tracking yeah. you guys. Did you do like the same routes and stuff? Well, no, but yes, you like know, familiar like familiar Yes. So you could know. You could park on a pretty. Much I mean, you could think about it. I would think down yeah. the line, like, what if this was a real story? They'd be like, why were they doing that? Yeah, unarmed. Yeah. What was the car? Yeah. I don't know because it was fun. What kind of car? Was it like a Buick? It was like a white pickup with a camper shell. That's like Jeepers Creepers mm-hmm. crap. I don't like that. It really is. I mean, and not a giant pickup, like the old school kind. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, a, like an S10 almost? Yes. Okay. With a turquoise stripe down the I'm, side. Well, I guess I'm never going for runs ever again. <laughs> I was going to run. Yeah, before. now you got your excuse. I was going to run before this damn story. I don't think I ever have. <laughs> that's that little I'm waking up at 4 a.m. to I'm do I'm just it. saying that's probably how, how uh, people creepers work i mean that's i mean for real know, that's how i know i felt kind of silly about i don't it. like that don't feel so. silly i dude no that's scary people shit. it's funny um well by now it's came out but the halloween special comes out with the bull hucker it'll be next week from right okay. now but yeah mm-hmm. there's a story on there about Lori boyer and about a little girl at a sleepover who may or may not have been possessed but at the end of the day i said ghosts and all that are scary but human beings are scary i agreed you know, yeah, right. human beings are, are the scariest thing on this planet. You right. know what I mean? So, because you never know about people. Mm-hmm. Most of the serial killers, like the B2K killer, was a scout leader, big in his church. I mean, you know, you never know, Jess. I, I mean, know. Hiding in plain sight. Yeah, for sure. Could be one of you. <laughs> Might be. What are you worried about? <laughs> I got to ride home with him. Beat, watch your back. <laughs> we are in a white pickup, Call by the junior. way. <laughs> yeah, Junior. Who is this? It's Larry. <laughs> Wrong number, you weird bastard. Larry's not my usual victims. Yeah. What, uh, what do you think about that one? Again, um, <laughs> I'm so used to the, the fart and dick jokes and those kind of stories oh, I that I, I'm, I'm like, I'm not prepared for this intensity. I like this and a lot. And I would be utterly horrified. I mean, I and I don't know if I would get the same experience as you, but I would not have gone like, let's go check the car out. No, uh, no. that's a lot. That's how every horror movie starts. Yeah, that there's, yes. There's one person's like, let's go check it out. And I'm the one be like, mm, no, you, you go check it out. Well, there's yeah. that commercial on right now where yeah. it's like, uh, I can't remember, it's like AT&T or something like that. These group of people run out and I'm like, oh, let's go run over to the shed full of chainsaws. And the guy goes, why don't we go to the running parked car? Yeah. And like, what are you, crazy? 
Yeah. Have you seen that commercial? <laughs> I have not. It's like a it's a shed just getting it's got like just every kind of weapon yeah. uh, like farming equipment and they, they want to go hide in there. There's a car running perfectly deep for them to get away. Perfectly. No and even the serial killer's like Jesus. <laughs> like wow. <laughs> I can't believe how stupid they are, yeah. I don't even go to the car at night. Yeah. Really? No. I wouldn't either Heck after no. that. Like I'm good. No, every time so when we meet now the name of our spot is Scare the Shit Out of You Corn. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, this, this is tough so far because two great stories and right? a lot of details. Yep. So I'm, you're, you're, uh, you're hitting me where I can't, uh, I don't know. I, it, it, I'm, I don't have one yet. Neither I don't, do I don't I have, have one no, in mind yet. I have no clue. You're doing a good job, if, just. It's, if both of them are true, that's like, talk about harrowing. Yeah. Jesus. All right, Jess, one more. Can I say it? Yes. <laughs> My pimp or yours. I love that. <laughs> I just like saying that. We're going to have a, a lighter time with this one. Oh, cool. Okay. So this is kind of a humbling one for me because it is a little bit more transparent than I usually am. And uh, it's about an experience that I had when I lived in Miami still. <clears throat> so let me set the scene. Probably you don't know about this restaurant because I don't think they have them this far west, but it's called Pollo Tropical. No. No say. So, <laughs> so it's a chicken restaurant. Cool. It's like a fast food, really. It's whoever invented this restaurant is ingenious. It's black beans, white rice, yuca. So just to make sure you understand, food from the islands is not the same as Mexican food. For sure. Okay. okay. So food from the islands is not spicy. Um, Puerto Ricans and Cubans eat lots of coconut, raisins, you know, different type of tropical foods. Okay. So there's a drive through that sells this stuff, and it's amazing. So one particular regular day in the hood, I have my daughter in my car, and we are going to this Pollo Tropical, and the car in front of me is a girlfriend of mine and her mom. Her mom is driving. Again, another little pickup story. Jeez. So her like mom is an elderly person, and I don't know if you guys have the experience of watching little Hispanic women drive, but it's all like, you know, <laughs> probably two feet. And just, they're driving by their rules, not the rules of the road. Right. So they're in front of me, and we're going to park the car there. And all of a sudden, her mom decides, I'm going to reverse. So she does. So I have to reverse. <laughs> otherwise, she's going to hit me. Right. Well, guess what? So this is going to sound like a cop hater story, <laughs> but I just need to, to un explain that it's part of my story. Okay. So... Uh, no offense. So without thinking, because in my mind, I'm avoiding the accident, I throw my car in reverse. Well, there was two officers walking right behind me. Oh, no. So Naturally. I dang near hit one. Cocky guy. Cocky girl. <laughs> That's me. I have come a long way right. in this nice area. <laughs> so he immediately starts like, hey, watch what you're doing. And I'm like, watch what you're doing. And then he was like, oh. And he was like, you're a stupid driver. And I was like, you're a stupid-ass cop. 
<laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I was trying to avoid an accident. My daughter's in the back seat. So what are you going to do about it? Now my hood's starting to come out. Yeah. Thank goodness you had this one last. <laughs> so he's like, I'll tell you what I'm going to do about it. And I was like, go ahead. I don't care about you. So actually he didn't do anything. So I thought. So eventually we parked the cars. We have the meal. I get back in the car with my daughter. They go their way. I go my way. Saw the cop car. I thought, something's not right. Yeah. Here we go. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go ahead and park right here at the Chevron gas station, and I'm going to wait it out. Now, you may not know this, but I didn't have a cell phone because there wasn't any. Whoa. That was a, th- that yeah, was a time? Yeah. At one point in time, they didn't exist. Yeah. So when you sit at the Chevron, you're just sitting there. How? You just watch people. That's foreign to me. Yep. I don't understand So that. you just hang out. So I hang out, and then I think... I'm going to start pulling away. The minute I put my car in drive, here they come. Yep, yep. Bloop, bloop. I thought, okay, that's cool because really I'm just a single mom with my daughter in the back seat. Yeah. Not so much, Jessica. Oh, no. <laughs> so what I learned is within the legal parameters, questioning is all open. They can ask you anything. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't too experienced being caught, if you would. So yeah, I yeah, never yeah. really <laughs> experienced that side right, before. Right. So um, asked for my license, of course, ran my license. Well, I had a different type of lifestyle at that time. So my address didn't match my license. Ticket number one. I am literally like cussing him out. Hood style. <laughs> you can only imagine. It is, it's ugly. So next thing, your insurance is expired. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I have a military dad. I have USAA. It automatically renews. Well, guess what happens if you don't keep your address updated with the DMV? Your insurance doesn't renew properly. Guess what happens if you don't update your insurance or your address with the DMV? You don't get the notice. You don't know. You don't have insurance. Jeez. Guess what the Florida law is with driving without insurance? They suspend your license. Yep. So I've got wrong address. I've got no insurance. And my license is expired. Guess what happens when you drive with a suspended license in Florida? Probably get arrested. Off to the clink you go. Yeah. So this is a situation that I'm in. <laughs> Mind you, my daughter's in the back I was going to say. How old is she? Six months. Oh, wow. Baby baby so in my mind i'm like human services is coming this is going to be bad yeah does it stop my mouth (laughs) of course not of course not no yeah so i'm glad that i told the hurricane story because upon the time of inspecting my entire vehicle a case of spray paint is found in my trunk 
Well, graffiti is huge. Of course. Like, I remember when I moved to Akron, somebody had graffitied your mom. <laughs> on, that's what they wrote. Your mom. On the dumpster on Main Street, I about died. I Remember David Letterman? I was like, I'm totally sending this to David Letterman so that he knows that there's peaceful graffiti people out <laughs> in the world. That yeah, it's yeah. not just always, like, raunchy, you know. Yeah. So he was like, oh, what are you doing with this case of spray paint? Well, because of the hurricane, I actually got a subcontract with FEMA. And it may not appear, but I was a construction inspector because all this sidewalk had to be replaced. All these roads had to be replaced. Mm. All these reflectors had to be replaced. So I had a fabulous job with FEMA, and I used a lot of spray paint because we would indicate in bright orange where the restoration needed to happen. Yeah. Didn't believe me. Jeez. So now I have a case of spray paint. I have a bad address. I have no insurance. And I'm driving with a suspended license. And I'm mouthy as all get out. <laughs> and this particular officer, which this will come full circle, was in training, so he was with another one. So they were all about beating their chest, and they right. were going to show me right. how it was. Yeah. So you bet your ass I got arrested. Oh, wow. I had called that girl back, and I said, you need to come and get Leah because I'm getting arrested. Right. And she's like, what happened? So I was like, this, you know, bleep, dee, 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 dee. You know, mm -hmm. I'm starting. It's they can hear me. So I get arrested, straight up, handcuffed in the back of the squad car in Miami. It's not like here, guys. When you get arrested in Miami, there's so many people. You don't just go to the county jail. You go an hour and 15 minutes to North Miami to the processing center. Guess what you do the whole time you're in the back seat? Talk shit. <laughs> the whole time. Just run your mouth. Just run it hard. <laughs> and they're like, that's cool. That's cool. So I get to the processing center. I literally <laughs> get thrown into a jail cell with, like, real hoods. So I'm thinking, all right, you better get your mean face on, toughen up, because this is right. only the beginning. I didn't know it was going to happen. I'd never been arrested before. Right. So I'm in a jail cell. There's one girl totally laid out. There's another girl who is strung out, but at least she was upright. This other one is laid out on the floor. And then there's another one that is super mean. <laughs> and she's all like, I need to call my lawyer, and I'm hungry, and you need to give me something, and this is bullshit, and on and on and on. So I think, oh, my gosh. Well, I really didn't have anybody to call. So I just wait out, waited out. Next thing I know, they come, open the jail cell, they get us out. So I'm like, sweet, it's a done deal, right? Oh, no. We get to go in a jail van with some other women <laughs> from other cells. We guess where we're going? To the next processing center. Wow. So now you have... Like 25 bitches in the van. <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, what's up? 
this is bullshit. It was hooded out, screaming, talking mad shit. And I am sitting there like, is this seriously happening right now by trying to avoid an accident? Right. So we make it to another jail. And there's all kinds of women there, too. There was one lady there. She didn't have any shoes on. She was, like, superly nice dressed, cute little lady. She's like, I didn't even really do anything. I didn't know my license was suspended. And I was like, oh, gosh, you're after my own heart. Like, I'm going to hang with this lady, you know. She's not going to try to beat my ass later. (laughs) So hang out there for a while. Guess what? We're not done. Jeez. They must have some kind of super sorting mechanism right. process yeah. where they just keep categorizing you and then shifting you. Sure. So now I am on the straight up old school white flat nose jail bus with the grids yeah. on the windows. And we are going back now down to downtown Miami handcuffed to each other. Did you say, what, is this some kind of hurricane? (laughs) (laughs) Good callback, Larry. So we're sitting in the jail bus, and I am handcuffed to a young lady, I'll call her that, with a tremendous black eye. I mean, it is like huge, swelled shut, It just looks like South Park. It's so big. Wow. So I'm like, well, I'm just not going to say anything. Maybe I look like a badass, you know, even though I just kind of have a big mouth is what got me here and being irresponsible. So eventually some other girls get on the bus. They recognize the girl that I'm handcuffed to. They start getting into a fight. (laughs) Over whose pimp is who. Oh, wow. How do you turn tricks for your pimp? (laughs) Do you turn the trick and then get the payment? Or do you get the payment and then turn the trick? I I think it would depend on the pimp's policy. Yeah, I would defer to the pimp in that regard. Yeah, yeah. So not to F-bomb too bad, but you can imagine they're not having a conversation about it. Oh, yeah. They're like, I trick for my pimp this way and they start getting into a fight don't forget i'm handcuffed to this girl yep they she is literally about to yank my arm off because they are throwing blows don't think they care they don't care that you're fighting because you're low lifes right because if you weren't low lifes you wouldn't be on the jail bus right so it's not like they're like hey don't Break it up, ladies. Language, ladies. Yeah. Language. Right. Yeah. So she's like, well, I can't say the story without saying the F-bomb. Go okay. for it. So she's like, I fucked for my pimp first. And she's like, you're a dumbass bitch. I get for my pimp and then I go fuck. And she's like, well, fuck you, you nasty ass bitch. And then she's like, fuck you, you stupid bitch. And I'm going to whoop your ass. And then they just start throwing blows over the seat and the whole bus erupts. And they're like, hell yeah, fuck this shit. They're all bitches. And it was awful. It was absolutely like right out of the movies. Yeah. School I couldn't bo- get out of it. School board president. I know. I can't believe it. I was actually not going to say that I, I can bleep it out if you want. 
I love this podcast. <laughs> so I got through it. That's the greatest. Damn. I got through it. That's amazing. Uh, finally, oh, wow. after like 30 minutes of literal hell, they got us off the bus and we went to court. <laughs> It was unbelievable. That's, By that time, I was ready to call somebody. That's sure. incredible. I was like, okay, I've been humbled enough. I need to make a call. <laughs> I've been humbled enough. <laughs> I mean, at least you got to learn about pimping, you know? Yeah, it's true. You so, know, we know how to turn tricks, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, first or after. <laughs> I mean, you probably Again, go I'm, first. Because the one girl in, thinks... I can't even repeat this. It's just been so many years later. I've never told these stories. This is amazing. And if I have, it's been, been in a very small company. I believe yeah. it. Um, the better job you do, the more money you get. Oh, was the one philosophy. Yeah. And the other one was like, I ain't doing shit until I see the money. Right. Well, she probably got burned. You know what I mean? Okay, so that's a fair philosophy to, to you know consider. You don't want to just turn quality tricks and then not get paid for it i mean yeah, but what if they take the money and run and then you're like okay i just put it out there <laughs> we argue about rock paper scissors we never i mean there's there's worse arguments it turns out about uh, pimping that's and how actually, you turn the trick that's a good point that I don't, yeah we never considered that um i like shop talk amongst prostitutes i just right? like it you know I, I think that's great you know yo diamond <laughs> You'd be paying for the trick before or after. Oh, listen. Let me tell you about a story that happened to me. Yeah. yeah. No, that's – what in the world? Okay. So something that unique that happened is that that particular restaurant was in my dad's neighborhood. So later on, you know how things come full circle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was over there eating with my dad. Who do you think walks in? I was like, sweet. So I was like, hey, dad, see this guy right here? Yep, he's the one who arrested me wow. with Leah. And he was like, oh, yes, sir, yeah, sir, sorry about that, sir. <laughs> so I actually, um, I pursued it. Did you? Yep, I took it to internal affairs and had a little case going. I went to court. You know how usually they don't go to court? I believe he went to court. They went to court, look at that. And he was like, Your Honor, I have never met anyone who is as mouthy and rude. <laughs> she told me this. He told so many stories about me that the whole courtroom was laughing. Oh, and then it. he was like, guilty. So I got a <laughs> shit ton of tickets <laughs> and an arrest on my... And hooker education. Yeah. I mean, And hooker education. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I had such a terrible question. We can cut things if I ask a dumb question. Yep, now. go ahead. Has uh, any anything helped you in your school board work at all in relation to that? Like, well, all of this has being hard and, and dealing with people in yeah, that way. Yeah, all of this has really because I know what it really could be like. Right. Yeah. So, you're like the smaller problems seem really stupid right. when you're like, I've been through I'm stuff like, like that. Just, you know, wait till you're handcuffed to a pimp and they're fighting over <laughs> who fucks better. <laughs> then come talk to me. <laughs> Let's get that in the minutes, please. <laughs> Write that down. You know, I want. I don't think I've told them that story. They know now. I know. They will know. I now want to have a prostitute on this podcast in the worst way just to start to find out. Yeah. Like shop talk and find out the secrets and tricks of the trade. Who be talking about my tricks? (laughs) Tricks of the trade. I thought they were for kids. All right. I'll cut that part out because that's just, that's creepy. Tricks are for kids. I know. Is that creepy? Serial. No, I'm just joking. 
Well, what do you think about that one, Matt? I they all seem true. Okay, so I'm trying to do the math here. This should be episode like ninety, ninety one, somewhere yeah. around there. And I gotta be honest, Jessica, out of all the first ninety episodes, I've never been as lost as yeah, I no, seriously. I no honestly idea. don't have. That's one. what was hard for me because I was like, I have more. <laughs> so I'm just telling you, I've always had a, a little inkling. I have a small inkling on this one. You don't have a front runner. I have a small front runner. Yeah, I have one. Uh, you've done a great job with the details. Very detailed. Yeah, yeah. Air pound. Boop. Um, That's what makes me an annoying board member. No. <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> But that's, I think it's unique. You have that perspective in life too, though. Mm-hmm. Akron's lucky to have that. Definitely. Diverse opinions in small communities yeah. that go a long We've way. We've never yeah. even had a food fight. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. There's nothing like chucking a cart of milk. <laughs> yeah. You could start one. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it. And please invite me. I'd love to be there. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, Jessica, it's time we have to, uh, to pick. So what we do is we rock, paper, scissors to see who has to choose first jessica how do you rock paper scissors yeah i know about that game that you guys play all right i don't do the hesitation it's like one two three that makes on the three you makes no sense yeah why hesitate one two three go no one two go two boom yep thank you nothing else in the world does you have to commit and go that's my mom. Why not just go why do one why not just do one then it should be rock paper scissors something if you're gonna do shoot four yeah but that's like Makes no sense. Like I played basketball with some kids this week on the court at school. And you know how you play pig? Yeah. Well, now you can start erasing your letters. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. When you have I, you have it. Yeah, yeah, you're P.I. You can't make a basket and go back to P. Yeah, yeah. So that, what did you say? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Yeah, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. No. Thank you. So you do rock, paper, and launch on scissors. That's right. Makes no sense. It I makes all it. the sense. I don't get it. Ready, set, oh, go. Cool. Down, set, hut. It makes all the sense. Anyway, they have this bastard cult thing going on with the damn <laughs> four pumpers, okay? Like, it's 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 strange. You lost twice today on the whole four pump thing, by the way. We're doing three pumps again, baby. Yeah, but just remember, I'm going to win the three pump. Are you ready? This. Yep. <gasps> Son of a bitch. Uh, okay. Uh, whoop, whoop. Come yeah. on now. Whoop, whoop. Give it to me now. <laughs> <laughs> so something I like to do on the show, I try and uh, look at, um, t- I guess, lie detection, where you're looking, what you do with your hands, what your eyes are doing, all that kind of stuff. Partially true. I have no doubt that you're a runner. I'm doubting that a car chased you. And I'm going to go with Christine as in the horror movie as mm. the bullhucker for this episode. Mm. That was my thought. And I, I, it's not even that I have a strong feeling about mm-hmm. it. It's that I imagine either – I mean, uh, maybe you were arrested and you didn't experience the rest of the thing with the pimps, but that just seems so fantastical. I really hope it's true more than anything else. And <laughs> uh, I, if you lie about being in a hurricane, I'm going to look at you different after this. So uh, I'm going with Christine as in the horror movie. Uh, yeah. I- I was aiming towards that also. Right. Maybe I will. The hurricane thing, uh, by the way, if that is the one, you're a genius because that uh, – Totally fooled me. Yeah, it would have fooled me too. So I think that's a true story. What, am I going to say no, you didn't experience something absolutely horrific? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's happened once or twice. I know. Yeah, and that's so, how they get you. Um, my pimp or yours, I want to be true. Seriously. Um, but I think I'm going to pick that one. I, I think it's a good pick too. I think uh, – I think some of that probably is true, but I think some of it's exaggerated. Uh, Christine, I, I can see – you said there's nobody in the car. Uh, remote starters, right? 
Ah, I didn't even think about that. If somebody That's was a good idea. the car, saw you, started the car, as <laughs> you ran away, jumped in and started chasing you, maybe. That's jacked up. Yeah. Damn. Uh, I wish I had a remote starter. That would be cool. I'm, I drive a go-kart, so. <laughs> so I'm going to go with. D- <laughs> not yet, I hope. <laughs> Hopefully not tonight. He drove. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with my pimp or yours. That's you, a good pick. And you're going to go with Christine as in the horror. Movie. Before she flips that over, I do want to say we haven't brought it up yet. Uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please, on the right bottom hand corner, there's a little red dot. It's a subscribe button. Hit that. Subscribe to the podcast because it's a tacos. I hate you so much. It's a, it's a <laughs> little click for you, but a big click for us. And then hit the bell icon. <laughs> every Tuesday, it'll give you a, uh, I, I, I will never do it. You throw it up every time. You know I hear it. One of these days, you're going to appease me. One of these days. Maybe. Trick ass. Anyway. <laughs> Trick ass bitch motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, support the podcast. Uh, you check us out on Facebook, Instagram. Facebook. I even have a TikTok. You have a TikTok? I do have a TikTok. What did you do for your last TikTok? Yeah. I haven't done it in a while. I don't get TikTok. I talk about some crazy new stuff. But anyway. That'd be cool. Check us out there. Also, in the description below. Honey. Fill a honey. Fill a honey farms, 970-554-0640 and Facebook. And check them out. It's great honey. So support a local family. And if you have allergies, it'll help from what I understand. And that's what we meant to learn. So, okay. So now that we got all that good stuff out of the way, we have uh, my pimp or yours and you're taking Christine. Let's see the board. Okay. Christine. (laughs) 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 What part about that's not true? So... There was somebody in the car. Oh, shit. The car is real. The car is real. Okay. Wow. The radio is real. The blaring radio is real. Okay. But the car didn't chase us, but we did run like hell. We did hide in the corn, and we did call <laughs> Junior to try <laughs> nice. to save us. Nice. <laughs> I, but I will tell you, popping that hill and seeing the reflection of... You don't know if it's an <coughs> arm implement, right. but realizing it was a car with a blaring radio after that tragedy yeah. that happened. Mm-hmm. And you're two scary. females on a, on a country road in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it, it's just, you got to be careful, people, man. You Seriously. Know, you have For to, integrity you never know. purposes, the pimp one should be the, but unfortunately, that's real <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> I'm so glad that's true. I can yeah. still picture the girl. That's she amazing. was so busted. Yeah, you know it's almost sad though that there are people out there living right. those lives. You know she got mean? beat up, worked for, turned a trick for a pimp, and got arrested. Yeah, what a night. Well, you know, what, what a life. Hey, once you find your passion. <laughs> <laughs> and if you know the correct way to do uh, charge for the trick, please let us know yeah. in the comments below. Did <laughs> the cop? <laughs> about tricking wow you know what that's um, our new that's ha- hashtag new trick hucker podcast trick hucker podcast and lord help us lord help us this terrible time that's a true story that's i true i'm so story. glad that's true that yeah. that and i i've had other friends my buddy terrence is from florida and uh he's experienced a hurricane as well it's very similar that yeah, story is it's real terrifying it's years and why would people still live there i always wondered that it's why a good question well beaches man yeah and yeah. You know, all the prostitutes. And the weather. Uh, the weather's good all, uh, usually, right? The prostitutes. Yeah, the weather's great. It rains every day. Right. It's humid. It's good for your skin. There's lots of culture there. It's very oh, fun. Oh, for sure. Right. It's very bright. It's very loud. Do you ever take the kids back so, there? They like small town living. That's good. Really? And so does Barney. Have they ever visited, though? I mean, Yes. Ever, okay. Yep. 
That's they got crazy. their fill. Not like, their not favorite place back. to go. Fair really? Enough. They don't yep. like it? Nope. That's okay, though. I'm kind of in my element when I get there. But, yeah, yeah. You know. uh, well, that's where you're from. Yep. That's cool. They're like, Hood Mom's coming out. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm going to ask you. I, was asked, I asked this quite a bit. Um, were you nervous to do this? Well, at first I was apprehensive about telling some of my stories. Sure, sure. Um, but I'm glad you did. You have then a very I just interesting thought, life. Well, it's who I am. It's part of my story. So You have a crazy interesting life, Jesse. Yeah, nothing to be ashamed of. It's awesome. Yeah. Now I, I just stay calm and I stay home and I work bees with my husband. And Did you ever think that would happen when you were in Miami? No, but every step of the way, I'm like, I'm paying for my sins. I'm paying for my sins. I'm for my sins. <laughs> <laughs> so suck it up and do the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Jessica, thank so. you so much for coming on. It was awesome yeah, to see you. you. It's a pleasure meeting you. It was you. a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. This was a this was a fun podcast. It was uh, interesting. I love this. Yeah, yeah. I could uh, these kind of stories. I could do all day. Yeah. That's that, amazing. Well, see, people always come on with their funny stories, and I love funny stories. Ah, yeah. But I really like stories like this. I've had many intense ones when I'm on as a host. It's usually all the fart jokes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. This I'm like refreshed almost. It's nice. It's what? like a living obituary. <laughs> I love it. I uh, you know what the that's, way that you guys highlight people from the area because everybody has a story. Uh, that's. That's how this podcast came about. I love that. That's exactly it. You know, it's always, I have the story. Everybody's got the story, Jessica, they'd love to tell. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right? Everybody does. I have it. He has it. Everybody does. And that's that's basically how the idea of this podcast came about, you know? And it's it's shocked me. I've known you for so long, I had no idea about some of that stuff. Right? And there's going to be people that watch this, Jessica, that have known you for so long, that had no idea about this stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And that's cool, though. Yeah. That's cool. I have learned so much about people in my own life. My mom's episode 10. It's the only podcast I wasn't in. Uh, Michelle Staley and Adam did it because I thought, I know my mom. Sure. She was a single mom. We're tight, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know what? I would have got hers wrong. That's crazy. Yeah. Shout out to moms again. What's yeah. up, mom? Love you. But uh, I would have got hers wrong. But that's been the funnest part is learning about people. And it's uh, we're going to continue to do it. People are starting to sign up right and left now. Oh, uh, good. I, I get approached almost every day about oh, someone good. that says, I'd, I'd like crazy. to try it. Yeah, have you ever done each other? Interviewed each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We want to go there. Start some rumors. Only once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't very Who's good. We, we don't have Which a lot of rhythm. You? That's how we met. And he takes the money before the trip. That's I'm right. like, this is my guy. That's my shit. Um, actually, he was episode number one. Yeah. It was a blast. Um, gosh, that feels like a zillion years ago. It was it? a zillion years ago. But August of 2020. Especially right? COVID and all that. But hearing the concept when he floated it by me the first time he just started sharing ideas it was like this is so obviously going to be amazing it's yes do this you're yeah. gonna have a blast and uh getting so many people involved different co-hosts different guests and and then now in a bunch of different cities counties and places like that i just i'd be on my wildest dreams of what i thought it could be dude you've kicked ass thank you yeah uh sterling's next we have people lined up in sterling oh, awesome. now. So, yeah and then uh, andy rice is gonna do all the uh the co-hosting. Oh, Sterling, gosh. So. When I work for the county, I don't get KPMX at the farm. Oh, really? But I spent 16 years listening to Andy Rice. Yeah. I feel like I know all about him. Hey, he's a good man. <laughs> he's episode number two. Oh, cool. Yeah. Anyway, Jessica, thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm not going. Next time. Peace. <laughs>